Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. Hey guys, on this week's episode of the Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive Podcast, we're going to talk about how to share your story as a life coach and also why it's important. Noelle, good morning. Good morning. How did you sleep last night? I slept great. How about you? Oh, don't ask me. You know how I am with sleeping. It comes in, you know, so it was, uh, it was one of those, I've been having really vivid dreams recently. Mm. And last night I was in this like half asleep, half awake where I think my brain didn't want to have another weird dream. Well, do you like when you dream or does it scare you? It doesn't scare me. I've just been like, what is my brain doing? I've been having the weirdest dreams. Sometimes dreams are so powerful that residue affects you for the entire day. Yeah, yeah. and I, my subconscious is a weird, wacky jungle. And yeah. um, so I, I was like, maybe, maybe I need to go for some analysis. That might be interesting. Yeah, I find dreams fascinating. Anyway, yeah. um, so I think that, uh, and this is just personally me, sharing your story as a life coach is, is one of the most important things um, and this is not for everyone, right? I don't know if it's for Noel, but for me, it just resonated with me and my story. Um, and I think it's so important. But let's talk about how we do it and, and, and why it's important. What are your thoughts on sharing your story as a life coach? I have a million thoughts on it. And I think you're right. You know, it is it is so important and it is so um, helpful to share your story with others, right? Right. Because when folks see you coming from a position of vulnerability, from humanity, and even of power, having now moved through something and, and are standing on the other side of it, kind of, you know, waving like a beacon to others. It's a signal that, you know, you can do this. You can grow, you can heal, you can change, and you can change in really drastic and profound ways. Right. And I think with the injection of technology, um, it's just the way that you do it and the reach is endless. It is endless. And the notes that I took down um, for before this conversation today were about you know, things that you have to consider before moving into this arena. So you and I are both pretty practiced. We've both been doing this for about a decade. Yeah. But it was really scary at first. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I I, I think for me, because where I I was in my life, uh, because I was coming out of a a divorce and I actually didn't have um, much of a life, meaning I didn't have friends, I didn't have um, a solid job. I was in transition. I was very alone. And so sharing my story for me was almost like a personal therapeutic journey. I didn't know anyone would want to hear it. You know, I just kind of did it for myself. It was like a, a personal diary, uh, that I, a, a digital diary that I just decided to post. So it wasn't um, like our catalyst today where, you know, they're going through branding, social media is a thing. And, and now they have the pressure to, to use social media to share your story. I think I would have been a lot more afraid if, if, if I lived in today's world when I started. I agree. And I think you said something really important that you didn't know anyone would want to hear your story. Right. So at the starting line, did you have any 
idea what it would actually be like to have hundreds and thousands of followers and people taking their own meaning from your work and wanting to connect with you in real life and how that might impact your family or relationships. Where was your sense of consciousness around this? Yeah, no, of course not. I didn't know any of that. Um, I knew that I need to express myself because I was hurting and it wasn't something I was used to doing. Um, and there was a, a new platform called Tumblr and a friend said, you should do it there. It's really easy. And so I just started there. Um, and then I just started writing and expressing all the revelations I had and the difficulties I was going through and then also my feelings. Uh, but also I was also sharing my, my therapist journey because that's, that's where I was at the time. And it built and built and built into a full-blown career of creating content from a therapeutic perspective. Yeah, now it's become um, a thing. And, you know, there was just a, an article, I think it was a New York Post, I'm not sure, or LA Times, about the explosion of therapists on Instagram. And, you know, um, not just therapists, but life coaches, and how uh, we're using Instagram as a tool to, uh, I mean, just become your own channel, you know. And uh, there was a huge article on that. And, and I mean, it's a good thing. And so, uh, I think I think it's great, but you know the 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 other thing is that now it gives people pressure to do it, and this is what I think is it wasn't there for me, but it is now uh, for all all the coaches today. It is there now, and it's also really hard to get started. And so I want to mirror a little bit of a different path mm -hmm. because I had a really different experience yes. than you. So I started writing very tentatively. I'm a great writer. I love to write. And I wrote an article about what it was like to recover from eating disorders and depression mm -hmm. and that there was light on the other side. And it was a beautiful piece. It was really well received. I still get feedback today that sometimes people find it and they really feel a lot better because of it. But what happened for me was I got a phone call from my mother who was crying. Mm. And she because, was, because she loved it so much. <laughs> no, because she saw the article and she was horrified and ashamed that I would put that I started dealing with eating disorders and depression from an age seven, which I did. Right. That was honest right. um, out into the world. And she felt like it was a direct reflection of her as a mother. And how yeah. could I do that? Right. And that, she was scared for me. That's actually a very common response from family members when they read your work that involves, in, that involve indirectly involves them. So they're, they're they, they they kind of you know with, without intentionally they are making it about them. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And and you know too, um, I think I've heard this a lot from parents who say, "How will my kids perceive?" what I put out into the world when they're old enough to, you know, stumble upon my writing or how, how about my ex-husband or my ex-wife or my ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend that I write about? How will these people be impacted? And so there are things to take into consideration. The next thing that happened for me was I started my own little um, blog and I shared it on Facebook mm -hmm. and I am a feminist coach and I work with feminist issues and I wrote something about rape and rape culture. And I got my first internet troll. Mm. 
and I did not like it at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was not fun for me sure. to engage with a member of the general public who knew my face and my name in this way, and it really freaked me out. And so, at that time, I decided to consciously step back behind the curtain right. in a certain way. And and I don't document my life, but I do still share my story very openly and quite often, just not in the same method that you do, John, of like right. having a channel. And I love that we are so different because then we could be living um, examples of the spectrum, right? So if you and I did the exact same thing, um, we we wouldn't we wouldn't have uh, uh, different perspectives and we wouldn't have uh, we would only have one way of of, uh, of of doing it or maybe you know talking about that way but because we did take different paths and we have different styles um, I mean where we overlap is that we we're both writers you know yes but let me ask you this so um, today because now you are a little bit more active um, you do Facebook lives and you do um, podcasting a lot. Uh, and then, of course, you still write. Uh, do you enjoy this or is it is it more work for you? I oh. really enjoy podcasting. Yeah. I really enjoy writing. Um, I still have no idea what I'm doing on social media. My Instagram mm. feed is me, Noel, the fraggle of an imperfect human. <laughs> <laughs> it is not curated and it's not intentional. Which is lovely. And and sometimes you pop up on my feed and I, I like, oh, that's Noel. I love it. You know, I think they're great. And, and you take photos of the beach and parts of your life and all of that. Yeah, it's yeah. just me as a human. And yes. I really, I've, I've kind of um, even disappeared from Facebook except in the Catalyst um, Collective group that I'm really active in with our coaches. And, right. and I do most of my writing my personal writing for our community. I don't publish it widely outside. Yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think you have to share your story in a way that's honest to you and also um, at your pace. You know, uh, I think what's dangerous today is is comparing how other people are doing it and thinking that you are doing it wrong or maybe you're do not doing it enough because um, that of that comparison. And you should stay away from that. Absolutely. And something I have started doing that I think is really powerful is, so I've been working on positive psychology and coaching techniques for about 10 years. And I'm very, very open about the fact that I've recovered from many eating disorders. And, and the thing that I'm working on right now is the colonized mind and how you can get to a point where you step outside into the world without experiencing your body. Mm -hmm. And to say to other people that I personally have had an extraordinary measure of success using my own techniques mm. gives my clients and others hope that they too can recover from this stuff. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's a tidbit of personal experience combined with the science and the research that I let lead before me. I'm happy to talk about the science and write about the research till the cows come home, but I don't need to share the nitty gritty of what happened to me during those years. Right. So now we're talking about what to share. And in this area, Noelle and I uh, share different things. So um, Noelle uh, shares more science and everything that she's learned. And I think that's extremely valuable. Um, I share things like... Um, <laughs> 
climbing a rock in Malibu and almost falling into the water, you know, and I share uh, very kind of human moments. Um, and of course, with that, uh, I do have a, I do talk about, you know, wellness, and I bring it back to, to, to self betterment, but um, we share very different things. And also, that's okay. You know, that's just our style. It- it is okay. And, you know, we have, you have to have those conversations with yourself and then others in your life. So when it got to a point where it was really obvious that I was going to be expanding as a public person, I sat down with my husband and we had a conversation about how publicly linked to me do you want to be? And the answer was not at all. Mm. Yeah. So that's another place we, we differ is, um, you keeping your personal life private, which is, which is great. And that's your preference. And then me, not, not as much me sharing about my own love experiences and girlfriends and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, and, and there's conversations there, you know, there's, there's consent, there's, you know, a willingness right. on both parties. Right, of course. We actively disconnected ourselves from all things. I don't tag him. He doesn't tag me. Yeah. And to the outside world, you know, you'd never even know that I was in a partnered relationship. Right. And that's a choice. And everyone has that choice. And you have to decide um, what you're comfortable with. Uh, and if you have a, a partner or what, what he or she is comfortable with and having that conversation. And kids. And, and kids, um, yeah. yeah, I have friends who show kids. And... I have friends that don't show kids. Yeah, all of that. It all goes into it. So what's interesting is so with Noelle, um, since she took on the role to be a CEO of Journey, and she started helming that. Of course, with that comes a lot of uh, uh, responsibility and also different um, activities, like like tons of meetings and management and all that. Um, I went the other way, and I just pressed the uh, gas pedal on this whole idea of sharing your story and using technology and different platforms to do it. So we still do it. Uh, we just do it in a different way. And so for me, um, it's it's been really interesting to see the evolution. So starting with you know, about seven years ago when the blog was a very big deal and everyone was blogging. And then from there, um, Instagram became the cool kid. So now this idea of micro blogging, um, and then taking your content, spreading it through all social media and then things like Facebook lives, Instagram lives came out, uh, different features, um, answering, uh, uh, asking, answering questions through your platforms. That's, that's become big. And then now podcasting. And so, it's been really interesting to live through the spectrum um, of tools that 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 are coming out in, uh, to use to share your story, and I've just been um, having fun with it. But I'm also changing. You know, I don't blog like I used to, but instead, I do a podcast almost every day, whether it's me or being a guest on a different podcast. And then, of course, uh, my writing has turned from um, blogging to now books, and then doing a lot of uh, micro blogging or what I call bread breadcrumbing. And so what's interesting is just how the world is changing and how we're getting information. Um, and I'm just kind of curious to see how, how this is all going to continue to evolve. I mean, it's definitely not going to go away. It's certainly not going to go away. And and I love that you just really outlined, you know, all of, like where literally do you share your story? And you kind of took us through the evolution. Um, my path to sharing has been completely different. Yeah. So when i share 
I decided that it's more comfortable for me to share in the context of being a steward of the company. So when I show up publicly, uh, it's not as Noel, it's as Noel CEO of Journey. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in my professional context. So what right. that looks like is articles on LinkedIn or placement in Forbes or which, oh, by the way, you pay for um, Mm. or uh, to up our SEO. I use a service called Harrow, help a reporter out, which all of you guys listening today can also do to get your name out there, to have pull quotes put in different um, publications that link back to your personal sites to increase your SEO visibility. And so there is a, a, a subset of systems and structures that I employ that probably mirrors John's and complexity. It's just totally different. Yes, it's totally different. And, and you know what? It's appropriate, right? So it's more appropriate for you to um, post stuff on LinkedIn than, say, me. It, it, right. match, it matches what you're doing and, and also your audience you know, and the network that, that you are uh, engaging with. Indeed. And, and I think, you know, for our listeners, the important piece here is if you're experiencing fear and you're feeling, you know, really heavy resistance and overwhelm of, oh, my God, I have to follow this path. I don't know where to begin. Just know that there's so much out there and you can find the outlet that works for you. You don't have to follow the herd. Yeah. What would you recommend the first thing they do? Because uh, I, I would say um play with everything first and you don't have to use everything but i would say play with it just to see how it makes you feel and also um how people respond to you you know like if i it's funny if i do um a video and on on uh, on instagram or igtv which i've been playing with a lot and i'll get like i don't know seven eight thousand views i could take that exact video and put it on youtube and i'll get like uh, you know 50 or 100 <laughs> And so it, it's not the content, it's kind of what platform you play with. It's what platform you play with. And it's also the experience. I'd say, you know, you're not going to know how you feel about something until you try. The yeah. way that I learned that I didn't want to do what you do, John, is by trying it and saying, nope, this isn't going to work for me. Right. And then finding my sweet spot where I could use my strengths. Right, right. Um, and also, you know, leading into the uncomfortable. Um, and then finally, I think consistency. Consistency is something that I struggle with. Yeah. And so I want to hold up the mirror here because for what John does with creating content um, as a wellness celebrity author influencer, John, what do we call you? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a celebrity. <laughs> I, I'm just. A, I'm just a guy who's been sharing his story since 2010. Um, but yeah, the uh, the invention of the word influencer has become interesting. So I mean, I guess I do fit in that category. Um, I don't know what makes you an inf- influencer. I guess if you start if you start making um, endorsement money or if you hit a certain number, I don't know. I don't know what qualifies you as an influencer. But um, I don't know. I don't know what I what what my title would be. But um, yeah, That's I, okay. I, I do it full time. You are another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what I do, but I do it full time. Yeah, um, yeah. So for for John's role, you know, consistently, because this consistency is incredibly important because people want to hear from you. They're expecting to hear from you. They feel sad when they don't hear from you. They're looking for your words to feel better. And I think that's a huge distinction. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, gee, I wonder what the CEO of Journey Coaching 
posted today and, and will it make me feel better? You know, people don't don't perceive me as a public entity. And so for me, consistency is less important right. and it's more about right. impact. We, it's because we have different roles in our company. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and so also Noelle doesn't have the time that I do because uh, she has other stuff to do. And then since I'm doing this full time, my job is to do this full time. So that's why. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm going to be a lot more consistent than she is. Um, if one day uh, you don't see a video, hear a podcast or read anything, um, there's something happened with me. <laughs> that, yes. That's how, that's how, yeah, that's how all the people, <laughs> right. That's how all the people will know that something happened is that they don't see posting. Uh, I try to post about four or five times a day. So if the posting stops, uh, something went wrong. Yep. Anyway. I'll come um, looking for you if yeah, I don't see a post. Yes. Um, I do highly encourage you guys to play with it. Uh, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's only going to grow and expand. There's going to be new platforms. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's a tool. Um, so use it and customize it to the way that it's going to benefit you according to your goals as, uh, as a coach. You know, it's the way you create reach. Uh, if, if not, um, and you just want to create a dialogue and, that, and you don't necessarily care about um, getting clients and stuff or you just want to uh, be heard, I think it's just great for you as an individual um, to, to be heard and to, to, you know, wave your flag and, and say what you have to say, you know. All the things. Yeah. All the things. All we right. need, you know, more strong voices are never wasted. Yes, absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, be heard. Find your voice and uh, get out there. Awesome. Have you a great one. one. You too.